Welcome to Talking Facts, and thank you for tuning in to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts, a podcast collaboration between the University of Kentucky College of Dentistry and the UK College of Agriculture, Food and Environment Cooperative Extension Service. Kentucky Smiles offers listeners information on maintaining oral health, advancements in dental treatments, research, and more. Hello, and welcome to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Jim Hartsfield, Endowed Professor in the University of Kentucky College of Dentistry. Kentucky Smiles is a partnership between the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service and the University of Kentucky College of Dentistry. Welcome, Dr. Hartsfield. Thank you, Dr. Hunter. It's my pleasure. So today, we're really going to talk about genetic conditions and dental problems. And I'll tell you, as we kick off this conversation that, and really, truly, when I I looked at our notes for today's show and thought about the topic, I kind of laughed or chuckled a little bit because growing up, my brother and I have two distinctly different teeth. And my parents gave us excellent dental care but my brother has great teeth and I always struggled with mine. And my dad would just always say, he's like, it's genetics and you got the bad side of the genes. And so I'm excited to talk to you about it today because I, I just chuckled. He's told me that since I was little. He's like, you, always, you just got the bad side of the genes. But I want to get started first and ask you, what is it that you do at the College of Dentistry? So I teach here and I particularly teach the students about how we grow including overall our bodies, but particularly our teeth and our face. And I also do consultations with patients who refer themselves or who come from referrals from the College of Dentistry or the College of Medicine. And what I do is one of the few dentists who is board certified by the American College of Medical Genetics, I evaluate them if there's a genetic condition or sometimes a medical condition that may have may or may not be a genetic syndrome, if it's influencing how they've developed, how their care might need to be, and then we make referrals and we make uh, recommendations as needed, and we follow up with them as they wish. Kind of when I preface there, I think my dad was always kind of saying that to me in in jest, but can you tell us about some dental problems that um, truly do run in families or are hereditary? Sure. I mean, the most common things are dental caries or cavities or or gum disease. The gum disease typically is as we get older and the cavities, unfortunately, can start from very young age. There are genetic factors in those, but for most people, it's also a matter of dental hygiene and some other issues. So what we really focus on are things like there is a condition of very early onset gum disease that can happen in kids. And it can happen around their back teeth or molars or their front teeth incisors. And this is one of the things that if recognized early, there are some newer treatment regimens that can be done to try to help these young kids not have a lot of severe bone loss around their teeth and possibly lose them. Now, other things is more commonly, sometimes we have our teeth not develop at all. They're missing, not because of the cavities or because of gum disease, but they just never formed. And that is not that unusual. It happens in about, depending on the study, 5% of the population. 
but sometimes it's associated with some other things involving the hair and the nails and the way we sweat is one type of condition or some other conditions that can affect a lot of different parts of the body, including the development of our gums and bones, our sweat glands and hair, as I said, our fingernails, but also our skin and our blood vessels, our eyes, development of the face, or even our kidneys, fingers, our gut, the spine, our brain, short stature, and even sometimes conditions associated with later cancer. I mean, it's amazing, but the idea is that our mouth, our teeth are really a part of our body, and there can be connections about how the teeth develop our face and our mouth develop, as well as the rest of our body. So things like teeth that didn't develop, or also another aspect is teeth that are yellow or really gray. And I don't mean just a little bit of staining because of diet or smoking. I mean, that that's more of an external habit type of thing. Now I'm talking about an intrinsic, the way the teeth develop, not because of something the individual did or did not do, but because of just the intrinsic properties of the teeth. And there are, there are conditions that tend to run them families that affect this. And it can be a problem and lead to issues where the not only person, the way they feel about themselves and their smile, but the teeth sometimes in some conditions are more likely to crack off and to cause problems. And they require some special care and treatment. So I think one of my interesting takeaways is how much we need to think about our teeth in terms of our overall health with our body. And can you share a little bit with us about what types of medical issues can lead to dental problems? Sure. In general, there's, of course, if someone is not able for whatever reason, physically or their developmental status, to take care of their teeth, that may lead to a problem because of just not being able to have as good dental hygiene as you would like in order for the teeth to be healthy and the gums as well. Or if it requires someone to help them, they can't do it or someone is not able to assist them in doing that. Now, the other aspects of it, are there some conditions and perhaps one of the better known ones is something called brittle bone disease. Brittle bone disease, the people have an increased incidence or number of fractures of their skeleton over the years. And there are varying degrees, different types of severity of it. And about half of these folks will also have a condition involving their teeth called dentinogenesis imperfecta, in which the teeth are discolored, sort of grayish color, and the, and the teeth enamel can crack off as well. So not only are their bones more likely to fracture, but their teeth as well. That's maybe one of the better known conditions but there are a lot of others. Now, thankfully, most of them are not that common, although if you take them as a group, they are relatively common. And so it's important to be aware of them. And of course, if someone in your family or you have one of these conditions, it may be rare in the general population, but it is very important to you or your family. And so that's exactly what I was getting ready to ask is how common are these problems? Sure. The missing teeth, you know, lack of development of teeth, as I said, can be about 5%, depending on the study. But if you go to the something called where you have teeth, the enamel is either discolored and or very soft, so it, it just basically wears down very quickly. That can occur in about one out of 1,400 people. And if you have the dentinogenesis perfecta, where the teeth are more likely to not just wear down, but 
maybe even crack off, that can be about one out of 20,000 to 50,000 people. Now, if you think about it, Kentucky has up just about four and a half million people. So you take those numbers and there are, there are folks in our state, our Commonwealth, who have these conditions who may not want realize it. They just say, well, I just have bad teeth or, or not able to obtain care. Right. Or is it that uh, they're aware of it, but trying to find the best care they can to have it taken care of? So how are these dental issues typically treated? What is done is each case still has to be looked at upon what does that patient have? What does that patient need? And it's usually the standard types of dental care. For example, if you have missing teeth that never developed, if you happen, if you need braces for your bite, can the orthodontist close the spaces so the tooth is no longer missing because the space is no longer there? Or do you have a fixed bridge Sometimes when you replace a tooth or a removable partial denture, or today, very commonly, you will have a dental implant put in. But if you have a particular kind of bone condition, can the bone support a dental implant? And so you have to see what the condition is and how it affects, particularly if it's a general medical condition affecting some parts of the body, is it going to affect the individual and your treatment in a way that you would need to change the treatment or consider something else. So the, the dental care tends to be the usual types of things, but the on top of it is, although it may be different restoring teeth that have a tendency to crack, you're probably not gonna put fillings or restorations in teeth that might crack because they might just crack around the restorations. You might want to put an entire crown or sometimes what are called a cap over the tooth to try to give it strength to hold it. And I've encountered this with kids who have the osteogenesis imperfecta and the dentinogenesis imperfecta, you know, the different kinds of treatments you would do, knowing the tendency for their condition, for their teeth to respond to just to normal chewing and, and wear and what you would need to do the treatment. So as we talk about these different types of treatment, does medical insurance typically cover dental problems that have been caused by a medical condition? Unfortunately, no. The medical insurance only looks at it in terms of the medical procedures, even if, and, and over the years, as a dentist who is also a clinical geneticist, I've written many letters to medical insurance companies, and almost without fail, they will say that, look, this is medical insurance. We do not cover dental care. And so it's even if it's a part, like I was talking about osteogenesis and perfecta, clearly associated with that is this dentinogenesis and perfecta where the teeth are involved as well in about 50% of the people who have that condition. Well, that doesn't matter. Also, the dental insurance may or may not cover much or all of the, the treatment of the conditions, depending on the policy itself and what it covers. For example, if you have a problem with the way your jaws grow and your bite is off so that your lower teeth are way behind the top teeth in front, or your lower teeth in the bottom are way ahead in front of the top teeth, if the dental insurance doesn't specifically have orthodontic insurance, again, it won't cover it. So this is a bit of a problem, and sometimes it's a challenge to try to find a way to help the patients find care for the conditions. 
I'm sure this is frustrating to not only the patients, but also parents of youth patients, but then also to you as a a provider to not be able to provide a a course of care through insurance purposes. It is. I mean, we, we want to, we're here to try to help. And sometimes we have to give options that maybe would not be perhaps the best option, but still a good option. And sometimes it just depends on the situation. We can often help people be treated closer to home. They, people don't necessarily certainly have to travel to Lexington or to Louisville for treatment, but they might want to be treated close at home, but we are also available to give information to them, the families, their practitioners. Uh, we have written a number of chapters over the years of textbooks and different kinds of uh, pediatric dentistry and orthodontics and general dentistry, trying to talk about some of these conditions and what the dental practitioner maybe needs to be aware of as they go to treat the folks who have these conditions. And Dr. Hartsfield, I think that now's a good time to mention to our listeners that you have provided us with several links to documents and websites that if a listener would want to find out more information about some of the conditions or problems that you have discussed today, that they can link to those in the show notes for additional information. Thank you so much for joining us today on Kentucky Smiles with Talking Facts. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts. Our goal is to provide you with knowledge to support your oral health needs. If you have suggestions for future topics, please message us on the UK College of Dentistry Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UKY Dentistry or visit our website at ukhealthcare.uky.edu forward slash dentistry for more information.